you are now about to enter the bro zone it's the battle bros podcast with mac and alamo hang on to your butts Howdy, What's going on, everybody? <laughs> Hit move the Ned Flanders. Nice. What's going on, everybody? Oh, uh, what's happening? Howdy, neighborino. <laughs> you do that, and I'll do the crusty. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Battle Bros Podcast with Mac and Alamo. I am Mac. This is Alamo over here to my Hello. right. Looking. Uh, welcome back to the show. If you join us for the first time, hey, glad you could check us out. Hope you enjoy it. If it's not your first time, appreciate you coming back. So, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, how was your uh, how was your Thanksgiving there? Out freaking standing. Uh, the, the this Thanksgiving would have been or this or excuse me, uh, in the last two weeks, this would have been my second turkey made. Uh, which I made with kind of like a almost almost like a glaze, um, but probably more of a rub. Uh, I'm not I'm I'm not I, I kind of I kind of improvised uh, for both turkeys and put the same rub on both. I guess you could say it's more of a rub. And uh, holy shit, man! Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! It came awesome. out freaking good, bro. Oh my god! Especially because when I make my turkey. I brine. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. And when you brine a turkey, oh, the meat comes comes out so tender. And I'm talking about like if you grab a leg, all you gotta do is just go and it pulls right off. Nice. Oh God. Yeah, it's freaking delicious. Awesome. So how's yours, man? How's yours? It was good. Um we kind of went a little low key this year, you know. Um <clears throat> not not that I doubt either one of my brothers. I'm not the, the culinarily gifted one at all. No chance, no way, no shape, no how. <laughs> Out the window. <laughs> um, <laughs> my brothers just have a lot more experience cook, cooking and you know being in the kitchen, all that kind of stuff. So we kind of just went a little bit um, different route this year. Um, um, we were over at my brother's apartment, my younger brother's apartment with his girlfriend, um, her twin sisters, nice. then it was me, my mom, my older brother, and then my daughter. And instead of doing turkey, we ended up doing um, homemade fried chicken, which was amazing because you could just sit there and just smell it in the house, in the apartment for like an hour and a half. Like we ended up making like that's <laughs> batched a chicken homemade mashed potatoes homemade macaroni and cheese we did stovetop king's hawaiian rolls like it's kind of some more traditional staples but oh and i got leftovers and the most important thing okay so i i'm i'm a big fan of the uh patty labelle sweet potato pie Ooh. Mm. having a moment there talk amongst yourselves <laughs> yeah, I, I make some pretty banging sweet potato and pumpkin pie too, brother. Pumpkin, pumpkin pie. I used to like pumpkin pie, but now I just I. You can taste a lot of the the spicing, like the allspice and the cinnamon. Just sweet potato pie. It doesn't have quite that earthiness to it. I like it a little mm. bit more. So, but um, 
what I find interesting, <clears throat> excuse me, what I find interesting is how people celebrate Thanksgiving in different ways. So like I have a friend of mine um, ended up being by himself, you know, kind of just circumstances. His kids were with their mother and then his uh, other um, friend was out of town. So he ended up just going to uh, Cracker Barrel. He's like, dude, I went to Cracker Barrel, ordered some, you know, some stuff from there. And it was awesome. And it was, nice. you know, and, it, you know, for him, it was great because he's by himself. He's like, I didn't have to cook. I didn't have to clean. Eh, it's okay. You know, I, <laughs> I would be, I would be really curious to see what people do, you know, because like I've heard of some people actually just going out and getting Chinese food on Thanksgiving. I'm like, okay, that's different. You oh, get good. the roast duck. Well, not even that. They're just getting like, you know whatever they're you know, it could be crab rangoon it could be you know sweet and sour chicken who cares like i'd be interested to see what people do you know what hey if you're out there watching and listening to the show let us know what do you do do you do a family dinner do you have you done different versions of that you know i'd, I'd love to hear what that how do you cook feasts we got to be careful though because this is also the number one the number one way, the number one cause of uh, fires, um, house fires, is during Thanksgiving because people not yep. cooking their turkeys correctly and not using using too much oil. From what I understand, the, the two big causes. Yeah. So putting a putting a frozen turkey in hot ass oil, and it's like, uh, you are go preceded by a motherfucking no. Yeah, my favorite so. thing to use is. Uh... Uh, my favorite thing to use, and 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 well, actually, you know what? I'm not going to give my secret away. Never mind. But it comes out I, delicious. I mean, I've had a lot of different turkeys that have come out great. Like I've had people where they do like the the flavor injector. They use a syringe and they like put like the different flavor stuff in the different parts of the mm -hmm. turkey. Deep fried <laughs> turkey comes out great if it's done right. I mean, and I'm sure everyone's gonna be like, "Well, I do it right." It's kind of like you know going to a Puerto Rican household saying, "You know." Oh, this is okay, flan. Like we need to have Mira, you need to have my flan. My flan is so much better. Okay, this is this Bad is so, this is so so. My flan is perfecto. Mwah. You know, because everybody got their own favor, own flavor of you know, pernin. They got their own flavor of uh, of uh, flan. They got their own like they, everybody does their own thing different way, like mofongo and all that crazy stuff. Don't get me started. Like it's everybody's got their own recipe, and theirs is better than everybody else. <laughs> freaking love it. However, I am looking forward now that we're in a Christmas. Like getting some coquito. That's the shit, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah you that look on your face. Yeah, I've already got some. I found a recipe that I'm gonna try <laughs> to make, and you can make it in the blender. And you just only thing you gotta have is some clear mm -hmm. rum. I'm like, why don't you just put coconut rum in it, like? coconut rum in the flavoring mm. for the coquito. So it's like, anyway. It's so, not a bad idea. I've never tried it, but no. the more traditional type is the standard rum. Now, and I was told from my source, and you know who I'm talking about, you know, about Yay Big. She mm -hmm. said, don't use spice rum, use clear rum, because that is just the traditional way. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay. I would think spice rum and that would kind of like, kind of mess with the flavor profile of that a little bit, but <laughs> not typically you'd be surprised there's a yeah, lot of get like uh, some get like some malibu coconut rum and put it in that and just be like be pretty good <laughs> so yeah buddy so let's get into our show how about it we've been kind of yakking for a couple for about you know eight minutes or don't so, forget but... last week 
Oh yeah. So last week, so last week we talked about what did we talk about? What was this? What was the episode? I forget. Rary. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about um. Dude, I had a lot going on today. I'm sorry. Um, yesterday. Um... Today... <laughs> uh, last week, um, we were talking about the freaking uh, what you call it? The the bah, bah, See, bah, bah. yeah. And now you're doing it too, there, dipstick. Jesus. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, I don't know. I'm... <laughs> the anniversary cycle. The anniversary cycle. Yes, the anniversary yeah. cycle. Oh my there god! And go. it was right on the so, tip of my tongue. I got a uh-huh. Christmas tree today. Okay, I got my nieces uh, over at the house and my boys, and it's a combo of like crazy that you don't want to think about. So. Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah. So last week we talked about the anniversary cycle and pretty much like how that can affect your mental health and whatnot. So. Yeah. I do need to explain something before we continue with this episode. So last week, because I had to cut off early because I got like very, very sick. Like I ended up, I told Alma, I was like, I'm not feeling too good. So if I got to like, I got to, you know, you know, cut the toe line and, and ditch and all this stuff. I was like, and that's the second one. I was like, Hey, got to go. And I just, Oh man, I was bad. I felt so awful. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> that I had to do that off the show. So I'm okay now. Yeah. Everything's good. The, it, it, it caught me very off guard like there's a reason yeah. why i sounded flabbergasted by the end of the show when i was doing the closing uh because need i don't know if anybody else could hear it over the audio i mean if if you do just comment about it but uh no don't don't need a comment we don't need to talk i about i could hear yakking in the background and i'm just like uh uh um, uh, anyway, and you know, if you wanted to uh, talk about the show or if you comment, uh, and all I'm here. Alan, have have yeah. you seen you seen the movie Galaxy Quest, right? Of course. You should have just pulled that uh, that guy and just been like, "Oh, that's not right." Oh, that's not <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh crap. So yeah, I'm I'm I apologize, folks. I don't like being sick. No, I'm sure nobody nobody know. likes like being, being sick. I like being sick, said no one ever kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was just it came out of nowhere and it was just bad and I felt bad too because afterwards I was like, Oh my god, you could totally hear that shit on the radio on the on the headphones like What's so even funny. worse is you turned pale throughout oh, the show. I was sweating like a whore in church, man. It was awful i'm just, my mind yeah. like, my mom's in her i'm just i'm like i need some help i need to she's like you white as the sheet i'm like i know she's like Ew, what happened to you so thanks <laughs> thanks mom love you for looking out for me and all that stuff so yeah so we're gonna end up talking we're not talking about that anymore yeah never speak of this incident again let so, us flow we don't need to speak of this anymore so anyway, so this week, since we just had Thanksgiving yesterday, we decided to do kind of just like a little bit of a fun episode, um, you know, and talk about some favorite holiday memories that we've had in the service, you know, interesting places, interesting circumstances, um, you know, how that what, what you recollect about those good, bad or others. So, um, you know, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving, Christmas, all that kind of good stuff. Um and just other things that have happened to, you know, different holidays, birthdays, anniversaries, the whole nine yards. So, um, yeah, let's let's kind of, you know, get the show actually started and get the, get the ball rolling and let's go from there. So let's do it, um, baby. Yeah. So 
you know, starting off, I figured we start off with Thanksgiving since it just passed yesterday. But um, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is probably the big one for me. Um, when I went to Afghanistan, I went over in the middle of the year. So we went from July to July. Um, and I would say that Thanksgiving is probably one of the, the big ones that we had. Um, it was cool because we had two of our NCOs. Uh, one of our team leaders and our platoon sergeant uh, pretty much took guard shift and everybody else got to just kind of stand down and, and go to the defect on base and had a pretty bomb ass Turkey dinner for being, you know, a, a third world country, you know, mm-hmm. all the, all the props go to the guys that were behind the scenes, the, the, um, the contract workers that we had, I think from a, what was it? Um, KBR Kellogg Browning and Root. I don't even know if they're still really a th- if if the company's still around, but we had different contractors that you know we had culinary workers, we had laborers, we had guys who were electricians, plumbers, administration. So they kind of worked on the base with us, lived over there with us. We got to know them decently well. So, but yeah, um, Thanksgiving was cool. Um, and what was really neat is I remember we had our our base commander. Um, Colonel Guerin. So interesting story about this guy. Colonel Guerin was um, a brigade commander with the Tennessee Army National Guard. Um, I don't even know if the unit's still around. It, at the time, it was, it was the 196 Field Artillery Brigade. And um, what was cool about Colonel Guerin is like he was probably the most respectable and like chill officer i've ever served with and i say that for this reason before he was an 06 before he was a full bird colonel he was an e8 first sergeant so to go that high up enlisted and then switch over and go that high up officer wise it's like damn that's pretty fucking dope man so like he was just a really cool guy to to sit there and um kind of just he would always just kind of sit down and just randomly pop in one of the tables where all the security forces guys sat, the sec four platoon. He'd just be like, Hey guys, what's going on? We're like, Oh, afternoon, morning, sir. Evening, sir. You know, whatever the case may be. And he would just sit there and shoot the shit with us. Like, and there's been a couple of times I've seen him directly where he got straight up from, um, like, so the, all the, all the main officers on the base were all artillery guys. So they had their one table, yeah. which had their crimson red tablecloth on it. You know, none of the infantry guys sat there because like, you know, we're, we're the queen of battle. That's the king of battle, but we're the queen of battle. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair. So he was just, you know, every once in a while, he would just kind of be like, all right, guys, we'll, we'll break this up and we'll talk later. And he would just get up randomly and just go and sit with one of the guys sit there having lunch. He kind of took the time to get to know us. And like, it really just impressed upon me a sense of, of, you know, just kind of subtle leadership that you don't always see with certain officers, especially in this, this day and age. I mean, I don't know. I've been out for a while, but you hear a lot of stories about, you know, leadership and kind of the, the, the not so good examples of leadership, but this was yeah. one of the good ones. I mean, he was one of those officers. Like you would just, you'd bend over backwards, do anything for him. He was just a solid dude. And uh, yeah, like that's one of my, that's, that's like one of my better memories of Thanksgiving, that and dinner. So what about you there, Alma? What about Thanksgiving for you, man? Um, I got a couple of Thanksgivings that I spent um, not only deployed, <laughs> but um, yeah, but um, wh- uh, what you call it, but uh, not, not only deployed, but uh, fucking um, living uh, in the barracks. 
living in the barracks when I was over in uh, when I was over in Germany. Um, funny thing about it was when we spent. <laughs> I'll start with the barracks one. Um, it was basically a feast. Uh, you know, normally like a lot of the times, most of the weekends we would go out and have. You know, we would have fun out on the out on the economy out in Vilsack, Germany, or you know, basically whatever party towns we could find. Uh, Did they know. have to be party towns, or was that just kind of a given? It was, well, yeah, kind of a given. You know, if you want, <laughs> you want to have a good time, you got to go to where Check most of the big box. clubs are. Yeah, most of the big clubs are, and all that good stuff. And in Germany, surprisingly, Dis- there discoteca. Were, yeah, there were quite a few. Germany was very happy place, man. Yeah, I would say Americanized <laughs> in that sense. Um, sure. Westernized. Westernized, yes. Westernized. Um, that is a very good way of saying it. Um, You're welcome. Um, and but I, I think this week, this particular weekend, which was obviously Thanksgiving, um, we didn't really do much. Um, we just kind of hung out, and um, I remember, you know, a bunch of us, you know, just cooked up a freaking feast. Uh, go figure. It was most of the Latinos. We. <laughs> we <laughs> it was. Uh, we had uh, myself, <laughs> and um, uh, we had uh, Johnny. I think I've mentioned him to you uh, in Pena. Hey, he, hey I can't, real, I can't, real, quick, real quick, Cynthia just he, popped back in. So yeah, I know. I just, I was just about to <laughs> message you. Hi, hi. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> welcome back. Anyway, you're so you and uh, Pena, right? Yeah, Pena. He uh, he was obvious. He obviously showed. He you know he he cooked something that was Colombian. Um, we had another guy named Miranda. He was there cooking mofongo. Um, my buddy Kalfa, I, from what I remember, he cooked some kind of pasta. I don't remember exactly what it was, but because his family is a uh, Sicilian Italian, um, his mom, you know, cooked with all the old fashioned, like, you know, fixings and everything else. And, you know, even to down to the point of possibly hitting him with a wooden spoon. In the ways of the old country. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, Yeah, man. Oh, and um, watering right now, just thinking about um, homemade I, pasta. Oh, oh dude, it it was like oh. we just <laughs> us in the barracks. We cooked up like like I think I had empanadas and rice is what I made. Um, and then we just cooked up a freaking feast in the freaking barracks. Like no tomorrow. Like it was nuts. Like we had so much food. Like the hunter platoon which is like we had one section of the barracks which we were on i believe the second floor it was either the second or the third floor we the mortars mortar platoon had all that side of the freaking barracks then of course the hunter platoon which was our snipers had the other section of the uh, the other section of the building and it was funny too cuz like the buildings if you looked at it from above kind of sat like that and it it was kind of and we had like a little kind of high hallway inside here where it was like you know we had the dinette and everything else. Okay. Uh, it was packed full of food, and it was so packed full of food. We had such a feast going on that the fucking snipers who were getting ready to go to the club started coming out of their barracks and they're like, "What you what do you guys got going on there? You guys got some good fucking food." Smells like fucking food in here, man. <laughs> well, it's they're like, probably 
they're probably using SILS, man. Like SILS is a is an acronym that you hear a lot for guys that do like reconnoitering or rec- reconnaissance. Stop, yeah. look, listen, and smell. So they got to that smell. Of- yeah, they <laughs> and uh, needless what to say, what is this delightful aroma that I have way engulfing <laughs> itself into my nostrils? Yeah, man. Needless, that didn't make no, any sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just sounded funny. Needless to say, we freaking like we just went to town. Like we we I mean we had a ass ton of leftovers, man. Yeah, um, dude. We we fed our platoon and some dude, and it was just yeah. insane. Like the guys came in there just grabbing freaking food. I probably made I don't know how many empanadas. I think I probably made. Shit, I don't even remember. It, I, I had to have made at least twenty something empanadas, maybe twenty five, and a huge. And old- it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool because you just like all the bonds of like you might be in like different units, like different platoons or whatnot. But just for that little bit of time, like all that shit just goes away, and everybody's just like bonding, and it's like, yo, man, you gotta tell me how. Like, and that, it's like the cultural exchange, especially of food. In that kind of situation, it's just got to be one of the coolest fucking things that happens. You just like, dude, like you got you got like country boys going. I ain't never had me no empanada before, but this is pretty damn good, you know. <laughs> I can just imagine you got some like, for lack of a better term, no offense to buddy, some like coon ass dude from Southern Texas yeah. or some stuff. Just like, God dang, this is awesome. Heck oh, yeah, sh- man. You know what? You know what? <laughs> I think actually Ward made some gumbo. Because he's oh, from yeah. Louisiana, yeah. yeah. If I remember correctly, I now think Ward talking. made gumbo. Uh, now yeah, I don't yeah. like I I don't exactly remember because I mean we were drinking along with cooking, so <laughs> that is what the it is in the barracks, but the quality was getting good. Then after this beer started, it was like yeah, it's just like oh yeah, I got food in me, and I'm the uh, what's is this my bed? Exactly. <laughs> Jesus, man, that's so good. Oh, it was amazing. Thanksgiving, yeah, Thanksgiving at the barracks was freaking awesome. The uh, then there was obviously Thanksgiving deployed, um, which was interesting because we were on the cusp of doing a like this was right before we got into a two week mission. Uh, the two week mission that actually where my first firefight occurred, where like I actually engaged at the enemy like i sh- i got a chance to shoot back um and we were out on a cop which for the less for the more civilian side of our show um which is the command outpost um and w- you know we-, we were out there in like some like the middle of nowhere baghdad which technically isn't really the middle of nowhere. It's more of a it's more of an urban area anyway. But um, I mean, they had a whole feast set up for us. I mean, we had all the fixings from turkey to you know the you know the the, the dressing, like anything you could think of that's Thanksgiving rise. Mm. <clears throat> we had it. But and most important question: Do they have the cranberry sauce in a little can? Pop that bastard open. <laughs> I believe we did have cranberry sauce, but I've never really been a big fan of it. Ow, fucking standing. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We got a question coming in here from Cynthia. She's saying, Is there, are they flour or yuca empanadas? Oh, it was definitely it was definitely flour. It wasn't the yuca. 
I, I uh, for whatever reason, I, I we had a, apparently a lot of Latinos on base at the time because unfortunately a lot of stuff was sold out. Uh, I got I got the discs that I was able to get. Um, you got what you, you got what you got, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So hey man, it's all good. You know, but I mean Thanksgiving, uh Thanksgiving in Iraq, man, was you know, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. You know, we still had a feast. Um it was us and obviously the hunter platoon, uh, because we were the main, you know, we were the main freaking, you know, fighting force for our company at the time, which, you know, again, we've covered this before, which for me was HCC, which was headquarters and headquarters company. Um, literally everybody else was like logistical, you know, we had our supply, we had our freaking intelligence. We had all those people in the, in the, uh, in the company. Um, so, and then obviously the medical platoon. Um, so for me, so since we had the more, since we were mortars and then we had the, the, the hunt, the snipers, since we had the snipers, you know, it kind of worked out where we all ended up being in one, in one single cop. The uh, the mortars and the and the snipers ended up being on one cop to freaking you know exfil from and go out and do mission for two weeks. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, what about uh, Christmas? What are your fond memories of Christmas being in the service? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be good. I well, asked him this question right <clears throat> off the fly. He's like, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> okay, so a little bit, you're like, well, let me tell you about some propane and propane accessories. <laughs> so, okay, so um, when it comes to Germany, right? Germany was again is a happening town, dude. It's it was freaking awesome. It was most people would think that Germany is a happening country, but you know, I digress. Yeah. Well, well, excuse me. Happening country, again. <laughs> long day. By the way, I told you about Ghostbusters Afterlife, right? Amazing movie. Um. So, but um, we're not even getting sponsored by that. Don't. That's not I a know, show conversation. No, I know it's not a sponsor, but still, though, I, I again, I'm, I'm thinking about it. No, uh, but um, but yeah, so you're man. not focused on the show. Awesome. Good to know. <laughs> this so, right here. This is this right here, folks. This is the fall of Rome. This is where shit falls <laughs> apart, just crumbles down. Um, fun fact: when, uh, <laughs> like, like when, uh, what was it? Um, that year, for whatever reason, I, I can't remember how it happened, but I didn't have enough leave saved up to. <clears throat> ah, I remember why. I went home for the summer instead of going from home for the holidays, like a jackass. Um. And you made a choice, man. It's all good. It's not a jackass for choosing. <laughs> but um, so for uh for Christmas, it was very few of us left in the barracks. Like most of the guys, they saved up their time, and you know they they waited for Christmas holiday to say to basically go home for a while. And uh, it was the eeriest thing. Because the, the um, I believe it was like the week, right or no, the week of Christmas, we ended up having a whiteout, and m most of us Northerners know what a whiteout is. It's basically when a huge blizzard comes in and like it just you dude, can't see dude, Jack Dookie. Dude, dude, you've been in Florida, 
since high school. You're no longer Northerner. Yeah. <laughs> Fess up and own it. I'll uh, I'll give it to you. I probably yeah. Um, either way though, I I know I still feel like a Northerner every once in a while. But um, you're you're that nice melting pot mix. You've got the Northerner tendencies with the Southern values. <laughs> and it's not it's not good or bad. It's just you know it's yeah. it's just it's unique. Yeah. But oh, that uh, shit, bro. They that whiteout though, and I'm a I, I'm a I'm a person that loves snow. And in Germany, for whatever reason, the snow stays gorgeous. Like holy sh- like holy shit, the it stays <laughs> wonderful. Like, I mean, the roads they look like roads. Like I don't know what it is about the Germans. They keep their roads neat. You don't see any traces of that brown slush that you get anywhere in the United States when there's a heavy when there's heavy snowfall. Um, and uh, me and it's my buddy really Ward, winter wonderland. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me and my buddy Ward, we hung out literally most of that holiday, the most of that holiday. Um, and um, uh, the funniest thing about it was Ward had never seen snow. The, the, yeah. that that was literally his first time seeing snow so here i am uh you know i got my i throw on my jacket i'm like yeah let's go out and go for a walk let's go chill and just whatever uh bear in mind we were drinking um where where is you, quick question where is ward from again like what part uh, of the u.s slidell slidell uh, louisiana slidell uh very close to Nolens, as he likes to clarify. Nolens, yeah, absolutely. Not New Orleans. Nolens. No, Nolens. And uh, and it was and it was the, the 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 here's the hilarious part though because he had never seen snow, he decided, again, boop, um, when <laughs> he decided, you know what. Let's go downstairs, Alamo. I want to go downstairs and I want to try something out because here's what's going to happen. I got to do push-ups in snow. What? (laughs) Why? I was thinking like he was going to make jump off the second floor into a snow bank and just... Just kind of like we, just, it got bad enough where the snow, look, <laughs> it got bad enough. Yes, it does, sis. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. But either way, so he go, we go downstairs, <laughs> and I got my jacket on. He 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 hadn't even thrown on so much as a jacket. He's out there in his Timberlands with a pair of jeans and a freaking tank top on, and he's like. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a push up and lick the snow too. <laughs> and he's there doing it like, as Jamie Foxx said, "Blame it on the ah 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 That's what happened there. I know I'm aging myself a little bit with that. Oh my god! And it was it was freaking nuts, man. Most of that most of the holiday season we spent our time blitzed and just like. Doing like dumb shit with each other, man. Like I, I like I remember so Christmas during, Eve. Is it safe to say that during the blizzard, y'all got slizzard? <laughs> That's a very good way of saying it. Yeah, um, we because uh, it was most a lot of the PX and stuff like that. Like they were open, like you know, for you know people that actually you know because which you know, you means had that the class six was open. 
the class six was open. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we so picked for up those, a, those, are, those at home, those that are playing the home game right now, the class six, if you're not familiar. So there's different stores when you go to like a military base, you have the commissary, which is yeah. going to be like your grocery store. You've got the PX where you can buy anything like materialistically, like clothes. You can go and, uh, you can buy, you know, a sound systems. You can buy games, computers, check um, on hell, that, baby. Can, like the, I think the the one in McDill they even have a, you can buy firearms there. Like you can buy like guns and stuff at the the PX in there. So the class six, yeah. Uh, last time I was in there, that was years ago, mind you. It's embedded into our soul. Whiteouts are no joke. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, the different stores you have in there. So like class six is class. So when you talk about military goods, there's ten classes of that. Class yes. six is personal consumable goods, which yep. for this purpose, what we're talking about is going to be the liquor store. So you That's go in there hell. and what's great about that is, you know, there's good and bad things. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of bad things. A lot. The good, the good thing is that, you know, for those of you that want to indulge responsibly, and I say that with quotation marks in the air with my fingers. If you yeah. want to indulge responsibly, that's where you would go. And what's really neat about it, too, is they usually can get, you know, or they usually have a nice selection of stuff from all over the world. They can get stuff from Spain, Europe, the whole nine yards. You know, it's, it's pretty mm -hmm. cool. The bad thing, as Alamo just gave us a description of is that for two younger guys that have nothing better to do than to get slizzard during the blizzard yeah, yeah that, that, basically that's what you got. So. um but yeah man it was it was a it was a bomb ass freaking uh a holiday regardless you know i, I didn't have family and this, was, again this was around. christmas you said this was christmas yeah and, and but i mean you know I had I had my other family with me, you know, I, I didn't. So I, it's, you know, it's not that I didn't miss my family, but at the same time, you know, ha home, having, so. yeah, couldn't go home and having my other family with me helped, uh, helped ease the uh, little bit of uh, sorrow I felt at the time about not being able to head, head, uh, head to uh, head home for the holidays. Um, then New Year's came along and let's just say there was that, that was a blitz fest. <laughs> <laughs> Again, let, let everybody. Ask, yeah, I'm, go ahead. I'm, I'm curious, man. So, being in Germany, how do how do the Germans celebrate New Year's? Is it kind of the same way that the Americans do it? Is it you know more so um, subdued? Do they don't they're like eh, whatever? You know, what is that um, like? It's a little bit. It's a little bit, I guess, different in the sense that they. <sighs> I don't think they focus on the partying as much. It's more of like a, it's more of a family oriented uh, kind of affair, or at least at the time it was very much more of a, more so of a family kind of oriented affair. Um, we were, from what I remember, like what I remember, we were out on, we were out in, I can't remember some club or something like that, that was having like kind of like a new year's bash and from what i remember it was because there was only a few of us left in the bar i think out of my platoon the whole platoon there was probably and there was like 32 of us 32 shit hold on i'm having a brain fart hold on actually it might have been 32 because we had our uh 
we had our driver's section for the platoon sergeant and everything too. Um, out of the, out, there was literally, I think like 12 of us left for the holiday left over in, in the barracks. And, um, <clears throat> would it be a safe bet to say that nobody in this group was over the rank of E5? <laughs> two, I think two or three of them were. I think a couple of them were squad leaders, but they, they're, so, they're. <laughs> so don't, 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 don't get ahead of me here. So I mean, you, I it would be, it would be safe to say that the 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 E4 mafia was in full Lord of the Flies effect right now. <laughs> you can say that. Yeah. No. We, um. The Check the funny thing that fucking box. <laughs> the funny thing was is that our 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 squad leaders for the most part they were because obviously we had check in over the holiday week um and they were like look especially my squad leader who was sergeant rob at the time he goes look i don't want to come back on base and have to deal with y'all fuck asses and uh <laughs> I, I i really i just want to chill at my home at my house so don't make me come back on base to kick y'all's ass for y'all doing something stupid. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, 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 Sergeant. Okay. I'm going home now. I'm going to have a beer. <laughs> He's gone. Let's be stupid. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. So, but you know, new year, like I said, new year's was new year's was interesting too. Cause you know, it was, it like most of the people that were out partying were, it was obviously all young people, you know what I mean? Young, you know, people from the German economy, you know, and obviously young soldiers, uh, and airmen or whatever, whoever the hell else was out there. Um, but new year's was a freaking blast too, man. You know, we had, we had good food. We freaking went out, partied. Um, I, not that I want to, well, I probably shouldn't say that part, but I did kind of black out, but I'm not going to go too far into it. <laughs> Just because. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let, me give, let me give the show disclaimer here. This, <laughs> this is from a time when Mr. Alamo, to my left over here, uh, might not have been the most responsible adult at this time. And you know what? No. That's okay. Think? We still love him. <laughs> we have no qualms about not passing judgment. Okay, yeah. this, is a, this, this comes in a young man's life when he gets out away from home for the first time and just goes, there's alcohol everywhere. As now, John now, would say, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's drink. Yeah, bro. Bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Get yourself nice. a beer, man. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Oh, fuck it. Uh, uh, then, <laughs> and then uh, for Christmas, I mean, in uh, Iraq, I mean, we had just moved bases. Uh, we left Baghdad to go to Wajahia. Um, that's like the Diyala province. They called it the breadbasket because there were so many guys that hid out there. Um, and we were worried about, uh, and because my unit specifically was QRF 32 Cav, uh, they wanted somebody that can quickly move from base to base in order to go ahead and get the enemy. Um, but when we got to our, when we got to the new base, when we got, which was at the time Camp Warhorse, the funny thing was when we got to Camp Warhorse, our tents were literally just a tent. It was the, you know, those big ones that kind of look like the old, like military, you know, 
aircraft and mechanical hangars. Yeah, it's like a Quonset hut. And you can, like, yeah, the big aluminum and yeah, up on the ends like that. Yeah, yeah, the big aluminum and you know blue plastic freaking whatevers. Yeah. So uh, to be completely honest, we spent uh, Christmas Eve building our hooches from probably uh like me in other words giving ourselves walls and you know sectionals and things like that so we didn't have to look at each other's freaking wieners when we woke up because a lot of guys slept naked let's just be honest here it was the military so <laughs> this is the military so um we built our here's the u.s army sponsored by oscar meyer Ba-ba! Jesus. um or so, Johnsonville Bratwurst. <laughs> yeah. So we so we we were building I'm our walls. No and... more wieners, man. Uh, <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, all the damn wiener gays going up. Yeah. Bunch of weirdos. <laughs> so we, we you know we built our hooches and got all that put together and then uh, you know Christmas <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Day I'm, you I'm, know I'm trying to keep it together, man. I'm so sorry, I, like. <laughs> yeah, I know. Last the, last week, how I got you flustered, fucking. Uh, <laughs> what is this, Doc Alan, Roscoe? Doc, good times at Warhorse. You said <laughs> Wiener Gate. What the hell? Yeah. Oh my god. So anyway, yeah, like I was gonna say, it's like last week you got me flustered. Now I'm sitting over here trying to keep my composure together to do a show, and I'm all flustered. He's like, "Let's start no more Wieners." I'm just like. It was it, it was funny though, cause like we <laughs> we uh you know obviously like I said we we uh we freaking um we built our hooches and then freaking uh I believe if I remember correctly after that the day after we freaking you know which was Christmas Day because I think we had that week off because we had like a full two weeks off because we had to prep um for you know going out and doing the two weeks of getting to know the people out in that area and all that good stuff and I mean again it was you know because it was just you know, hanging out with the boys and stuff, man, it was very chill. You know, uh, I played Xbox most of the time. Um, I was very, very much into Skyrim at the time, or no, it was at the time of oblivion oblivion. Uh, Cause Skyrim hadn't come out yet. And I played it on my laptop through like a little video converter. <laughs> Miss you too, doc. Best damn doc in the battalion, baby. Whoop, whoop. Um, and, um, uh, what you call it? It was, <laughs> and uh, it was, uh, but it was fun though, regardless, you know, because we just kind of just spent time chilling the fuck out. And then I think yeah. I, I, I video chatted a couple people back home, and then that was pretty much about it. There wasn't really much that Aww. we did. Doc sent you a heart face emoji. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. Yeah. laughs> Jesus. Um, but what about you, man? You had freaking you got you had to have like freaking some weird freaking funny times in Christmas over there. So man. Christmas, not so much. Um, you know, it just Christmas came and went. It was just kind of a normal day. We really didn't do a whole yeah. lot for Christmas. We're yeah. still on base. I will say, you know, you talk about like you know your buddy uh, Ward seeing snow for the first time. I had that experience. You know, I've been in Florida <laughs> pretty much my entire life. Born in Virginia, but I was there when I was very young, so I don't remember a whole lot about it. But, I still can't believe he um, did push-ups to lick the snow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ward. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand, as, uh, as infantry soldiers in the United States Army, <laughs> we will do some just asinine fuckery 
<laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and, and like honestly, it's like people just look at us and go, the fuck? Yeah. And we get that a lot and it, we're used to it, and that's fine. It's just it's yeah. it's just part of the culture of being a grunt. So Tez what it is. Tez what it is. Tez what it is. So so Christmas there wasn't too much of like I don't remember a whole lot about Christmas. Um I do remember like um seeing snow for the first time i was on the front gate working uh the ecp the entry control point for our Mm -hmm. so where we were at we were on an afghan base and we had like one small corner of the main base um up in um up in northern afghanistan and um um security forces the my battalion was a battalion task force that did security forces for all the different bases that our guys would be on so we were responsible for that little small perimeter right there. And uh, one of my good buddies, uh, Broomfield, Broomy, if you're out there, man, miss you, love you. Um, we were out there, and I guess I don't forget where he grew up, but I was sitting yeah. there, and I, and I was just literally dumbfounded. I'm just like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's like, what? I'm like, Dude, is that snow? He goes, <laughs> yeah, you ain't, you ain't never seen snow before? I'm like, no. That's kind of awesome. Now, mind you, I was 21 and naive and fucking stupid at times. So I was just like, that's super cool, man. That's awesome. It's snow. Like, yeah. snow was cool for the first five minutes, and then you had to live in it all the time, and it would just get on everything. Okay, so you got to understand, in Afghanistan, the sand over there in dust is so fine. It's like mm-hmm. talcum powder. It's like a combination yeah. of moon dust and talcum powder. And it just like, and if it there gets are wet. areas in Iraq like that, bro. I think I know where you're going with this. Oh my God. Like, so if that shit gets wet and you step in that, like, dude, your, your boot would be so damn heavy. It was like you stepped in wet it was cement. Like, you it was had like, to like get a hammer and a hammer and a chisel and knock all that shit off your boot. It sucked. <laughs> it was Fucking the garbage, suction right? that caught the suction that oh gets caused by you God. just go you would be, you would step down and just go and it'd be like oh it's terrible so the guys in <laughs> Vietnam actually the 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 green berets in Vietnam had a way that they got through that they didn't yeah. wear boots they would just go in they would like put their foot in bare feet and they would walk in that way they would go like put their foot in they would kind of like peel it out and then it would go forward mm-hmm. like this it was actually ingenious it didn't make mm-hmm. that slurpy noise but the what i did i kind of you know i was kind of proud of myself i like fuck we got mop gear i'll just wear my mop over boots over my my desert boots and it solved that problem because like the the tan boots at the time were like that suede leather so i was like yeah and it just like it would stick to rubber you'd get on that but then you just take those off and you go indoors in your hooch or whatnot and you wouldn't have mud shit everywhere so it's like all right, a couple guys kind of followed my lead. They were like, "It's not a bad idea." So Christmas wasn't too bad. Um, I do remember a holiday memory of us because uh, you know, we're all Florida National Guard guys. Um, we took a couple of empty ammo cans and took a bunch of snow and packed them into snow bricks. Hold on. <coughs> Excuse me, that was terrible. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah. Mario. <laughs> Alamo, 
I love you, but I want to punch you in the fucking face right now, you asshat. Anyway. You tell me, Mario. Would you shut up and let me tell my story now, you jerk? Anyway, we had a couple of empty ammo cans. I forget what size they were. Probably like the 240 belted link belt ammo. And we made bricks and we made a fucking igloo. And I was like, that's the coolest shit ever. We made an igloo out of snow bricks made from a nice. freaking, uh, from ammo can and stuff. So we're all there's a there's like there's a picture and I wish I had a copy of it, but it was amazing. There's like five different guys in the platoon sitting out there in PT shorts and like Hawaiian shirts and like tank tops and stuff, all sitting out there. And we were re- they were all like sitting there reading a copy of a FHM magazine for him magazine. <laughs> And they sent it into him. I was like, before it got disbanded and shut down. Before it got shut down. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, this is like 2005, 2006. But yeah, mm-hmm. like we made, they made an igloo out of like, they made bricks of snow using an empty ammo can with no lid on it. It's like, that's fucking bad. I was like, that's cool as shit. So <laughs> there was that. Um, New Year's, I think. Oh, there was that and getting into snowball fights with the Terps. Like right up there at the ECP, right across the way was where like where all the hoochies, where all the, the interpreters lived. Oh man, we got out there and pelt them sons of bitches, man. Just and it was fun. Like they had fun with it too. Like we weren't trying to be mean, but it was just it was one of those things you do, like that loss of having that little moment of innocence stuff, like just sitting there just yeah. wailing on these on these guys. That was funny. Um, New Year's was interesting. I think we had so we had a couple of different like ODA teams at our uh special forces ODA teams that were at our base. Yeah. And I think a couple of guys went out so like one of the thing <laughs> I hope you didn't lick the yellow snow. <laughs> <laughs> Cynthia when it comes to your brother, all bets are off. Just saying. So one of the one of the things that we did, I'll have to get a picture of it sometime. Is that so, a lemon snow cone? No, no, it's not mango. It's it's not that. It's not that good stuff that you get. That what's that stuff you get in Puerto Rico? Like the the shaved coconut and the shaved ice and shit. What is that? That is called piragua. Piragua, yeah, a mango piragua. piragua. Oh. It's not that either, so don't eat that shit. Anyway, freaking <laughs> so we had we had um originally we started off in a very small section of like where we were, and then it kind of grew out into a much larger area where we had a lot of transient huts and some other stuff. So yeah. all of all of all four squads in our platoon were in two super B huts that hold held two squads each. So what was cool though is in the back of the other part of the base, we had a very, very large stockpile of lumber. So we had a couple of guys go out Ooh. and they built. So what would happen is like when you're on the two B huts like this, you'd have to walk down a couple of steps, walk across a concrete pad. That was like the base. So a couple of guys went out and like over the course of a day or two built a nice wooden deck. So it would go straight across from one B hut to the next. Right. So you didn't have to go down to the concrete pad. You didn't have to step down three steps onto the concrete pad. You could just stay right there on the wooden deck. Well, then somebody got the bright idea where we put a second floor up on the decks. We had like a sun deck up top. It's like, go figure, Florida guard guys. Like, of course, we're going to do some goofy shit. It's like Florida man in the military. (laughs) So we had had like an upper deck to that. And uh, it was pretty cool. 
But um, I do remember for New Year's, we had some guys from uh, SF that went out there on the top uh, on our sun deck, and they were just sitting there hitting like those little pin flares, just like popping those off and shit for New Year's and stuff. That was pretty cool. (laughs) Because at that point, also, it was about about the halfway point of our deployment because we went from July to July. So a lot of people kind of considered that like our halfway point. So, um, yeah, you know, it was, um, it was pretty fun. I don't remember too much else about Christmas other than the fact that like we had, I hung up some Christmas lights that somebody sent over to us, which were awesome because it was just a string of white Christmas lights. Didn't flash, didn't do any of that goofy shit. But what was cool about it though, was that, um, the lights themselves were, they were colored because somebody had taken some fired shotgun shells and like the empty plastic hull and they crimped the ends back into the inside and just stuck it over the light and it would be like green. And I was like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. Shotgun lights for Christmas. Hell yeah. I got a picture of me sitting there in front of the end of my bee hut. Where that I got, right I there, a- that's a Florida Christmas light. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I got a picture somewhere where I'm standing there. And I've got like the Captain Morgan knee up. I've got a stogie in my mouth, uh, smoking a cigar right in front of the, the shotgun Christmas tree light. Shotgun <laughs> Christmas lights. I'm like, hell fucking yeah, this is awesome. This is America right here, man. Fucking America. America. Exactly. So, you know, so other than that, I think the only other memory I have of that is – um. I, so on a different note, you know, other holiday stuff, you know, those are kind of the two big ones, but the Mm -hmm. other memory I have is I turned 21, like right after we got into country, we got into country like in July or so. So we flew out of, we flew out of Gulfport, Mississippi, July 4th, took a couple of days to fly over um, and get to where we were in Kyrgyzstan. We were in Kyrgyzstan for, I think three or four days. Then we went to, uh, to Kabul. We were over there for a couple of days. Then we eventually kind of did the pilgrimage up to the northern part of the country. So, like, my birthday came pretty quick afterwards. I turned 21 in Afghanistan, and it was like, hey, yeah. Mac, happy birthday. Go guard the front gate. You got guard duty. I'm just like, <laughs> hey, that's, that's, that's funny. They're like, we're not joking. I turned 22 in Iraq. So happy birthday. It was, uh, yeah. I do, was, uh, I do remember. I don't want to name names. I don't want to name names because anybody in trouble for past stuff, but somebody kind of hooked up some, uh, had some Russian brandy on my uh, birthday for my 21st. Boy, that Ooh. shit fucking burned going all the way down. So, and mind you, that was when I was younger and I was a little bit of a pansy and I couldn't handle it. <laughs> not that I can do much better now. I'm not a very good Irishman. I'm sorry. To all the Irish people out there. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm letting you down. I'm a terrible Irishman. I'm not a representative of the country. I'm sorry. Uh, ooh, so, yeah. another thing that another holiday. I almost forgot to mention that another holiday that uh, we had. I had another. I had another Thanksgiving in Germany. Okay. This one was a little bit crazier. <laughs> oh, good. It gets better. We. Bear in mind, we went uh, because you know because of the way my deployment worked. It was a 15 month deployment, but. A month and a half was getting equipment there. It was all the forward attachments, and there were a lot of stuff going over, bringing everything over, and then everything right, everybody right. else was bringing the equipment back uh, for the last month and a half or whatever. Well, we were there from October to October. Mm-hmm. We came back right before, <laughs> right before Halloween, right before like, or, or it was right, it was right before Halloween. I think right in the middle of Oktoberfest. 
which Oktoberfest is, uh, is a hell of a fun. But um, uh, <laughs> so we we went out and freaking had a freaking blast for Oktoberfest. And then Thanksgiving, we went to Sergeant Rob's house. And uh, again, we had just gotten back and, you know, we'd been back I for about a month. I don't want you guys breaking up my fucking furniture. Yeah. No, he was he he was very loose that party. He was because uh, he had been drinking Maker's Mark most of the night. Ooh, uh, yeah, that's some good stuff. Yeah. Florida boy, by the way, from Tampa. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he he uh. So I'd be like, because he whenever. I probably shouldn't say this, but whenever we were off duty, he would have me call him Greg, because uh, he hated being he he didn't associate the rank when he went w- with himself when he was off duty. When he sure. was off duty, he was Greg. Uh, be I like, can understand that. Some guys, would, I know a lot, of, quite a few guys <clears throat> that have that uh, that mentality. Yeah, and he was like, freaking in the kitchen. We'd cooked up turkey. I can't even remember if I brought anything. Like I, I like I know there was a whole bunch of cooking going on. Well, Greg decided he wanted to try and get himself a drink or whatever. He wanted to open up his new bottle of Maker's Mark, and he had a knife. He was using one of the kitchen steak knives. And uh, for whatever reason, he pulled this way instead of going like that to pull the wax off of the top of the maker's mark. You know how the bottle is. And he went, no, no, it wasn't that. It was. No, are you serious? (laughs) And he just went, hmm, like that. I was like. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, my God. So. The rest of the night, his wife freaked out. Um, one of his daughters at the time just ah, and fainted. And oh my god, it was absolute freaking batshit bonkers, man. We we ended up taking him to the hospital. He ended up fighting the doctors that were trying to stitch up his chest because he literally drove a freaking freaking kitchen steak knife into his chest. And we were just like, oh, my God. Please don't like, tell me he said, hey, it's just a flesh wound. No. He was like, yo, go take me alive and all types of crazy shit. Yeah, he was he was blitzed out of his mind. You do. <laughs> Amazing. He hated so hospitals, and he hated hospitals even more when he was drunk. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, it was absolute fucking bonkers, man. Absolute bonkers. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, but uh, yeah, that was our second Thanksgiving in Germany. <laughs> the doctors had to come and tell us, like, look, if you don't get your friend in check and tell him that we need to fix him, we are going to kick him out and not fix him. And we're like, uh, okay. <laughs> Was was it was the doctor German? I did a terrible German accent. Yeah, okay. Don't ask. I'm just I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. It's so a, the got... kind of slang to stand more in the hand. In, oh, I don't know. You need some help. You need to hold him still so we can stitch. You need to chest. hold him still. The um still okay, coming so... off kind of Russian, but yeah. <clears throat> what? 
the hell was that? <laughs> but um, it was. Uh, I would do Arnold, but I feel like that would be too on the nose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Not yeah, well. man, uh, the Oktoberfest was again. Like I said, Oktoberfest was nice and fun. Again, I got blitzed. I had no idea what the hell happened that night, so that's why I didn't talk about it that much. I know I had a good amount of fun, um, but yeah. As for that, I don't remember Jack Dookie. Halloween was fun. They don't really celebrate Halloween in, in Germany. It's more Oktoberfest. Uh, but yeah, other than so that, you times. you just made me. You just reminded me of uh, of a story. It's not anything to do with the holidays, but it's it's a funny story regardless. And I got to tell this story because like one of the guys who's involved in the story, I don't think is here anymore. Um, I don't, I think. Uh, kinda, yeah. But um, so we were on, I was in weapon squad in my, um, in my platoon. We were, uh, I was a machine gunner. So I was a machine gun team leader. And we went on a mission up to a place called uh, Conduz. And, and up in Conduz, they had a German PRT. So a German base up there. And like they had like some like, nice amenities and stuff. And one of the things that they had was they had like kind of like I guess the night one of the nights we were there they had like it was kind of like their version of sea rations. But like yeah. all the stuff they had was like all this like really good bread and cheeses and so this cheese man, this German cheese was like it was so aromatically pungent. It was just like you just like oh my. God, like it was just curl your freaking nose. Let me hair. tell you a little secret about that cheese. I think I know which one it is. Oh my god, it was. It may be pungent, but that shit is good. I'm sure it was. Like it just it smelled a little bit it south of good. garbage, but whatever. So we were in we were in uh, a transient tent. So we were just staying yeah. there over like one or two nights. So we were just in like temporary housing and stuff. And all of us had cots. And it was um, at the time it was uh, Staff Sergeant Jenkins. He's now Sergeant Major uh, over at Fort Hood, Texas. So shout out Sergeant Major Jenkins. Gator. Um, <laughs> that's his nickname. He goes by Gator. No shit. Uh, uh, one, of the, one of the best NCOs I ever served with, man. No joke. Like just solid squared away fucking dude. Um. He had these two. <laughs> he had these two guys in his in his. So he, uh, Sergeant Jenkins at the time, he was a staff sergeant. And he was a section sergeant with um, Delta Company. So Delta Company in an infantry platoon or in an infantry battalion, they're normally the guys that are mounted. So they, they kind of be like what you used to yeah, call your eleven hotels. They're usually running like heavy weapons, like Modus Mark uh, Mark fifteen. Mark 1950 cal, all that kind of stuff. So there were two guys in his Delta section named Robinson and Watkins. And he called them the fucking Robin Watt show. Cause these two clowns <laughs> together were just always doing <laughs> the goofiest fucking shit, right? Just the goofiest shit. So Robinson is off to the side. Kind of, he's on the one cot, kind of at the end of this row in the tent, right? And we're all just sitting there, laying in our in our sleeping bags and <clears> on the <throat> cots and stuff. And it was just one of those times, like we just sit there. You should probably be getting some sleep, but we were up till one in the morning, just telling dumb jokes and stories and just laughing our fucking heads off, right? <laughs> so Robinson kind of passed out a little bit early. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Let me finish the story. 
Okay, and I'm back. So somebody, <laughs> so Robinson's off to the side, right? And somebody had one of those like sea rat cans of that cheese, right? Mm. And what made me think of this is when you talked about seeing. <laughs> what made me think of this is when you talked about seeing Ghostbusters. I think it was yeah. Watkins. Watkins took this thing and opened it up just enough to where you could get that pungent smell of it. He stood there, and it was like he was playing shuffleboard at the Olympics. Just he took this thing and went and just threw it across and slid it on the floor of this fucking tent and it just went and it literally just stopped dead center underneath Robinson's cot like it was the most beautiful sports play I've ever seen it was just so we're all sitting there and then about 20 minutes later we're sitting there talking and all of a sudden you just hear it's in my mouth. He starts freaking out, gagging, and we're all literally just sitting there pissing her pants. It was fucking. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, that's freaking funny. It was the funniest thing. <laughs> I just, oh it's one of those, God. dude, it's one of those times like you want to go to sleep, but your face hurts because your cheek muscles are just like doing this all night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, but it was just so funny. So I miss, I miss those guys. I miss, I would go back and do that whole year over again just because those guys were, were great despite yeah. all the, the kind of goofy stuff that happened over there. Yeah, man. Um, Same here, bro. I would, I would <laughs> just to live that moment again. Jesus, it was so funny. He's just like, how the hell? in my mouth. Like just so, so fucking funny. Oh, oh. Well, folks, I think I think we've come to the end of this magical episode. So oh, we're gonna yeah. start. We're gonna start wrapping it out. Thank you for kind of indulging us while we go through this uh, holiday themed show. Uh, we want to want to do yeah. something a little bit lighthearted because it is a special time of the year. Um, yeah. Before we sign off, we want to go over what we normally go over. Um, and just kind of tell you about what we're about and stuff. So in the process of, of coming up with this show and the idea for this show, you know, we kind of we're talking about the brand and, you know, what we could do to help other veterans out. So, you know, we kind of were sitting there thinking, like, we need some kind of like mantra or some kind of saying or something. So we came up with the with the battle. So since our show is called the Battle Bros Podcast, we came up with the Battle Bros Code. Okay, so it's easy to remember. You just have to remember B-R-O-S, the word letters and bros. Okay, so the first one being B, be tenacious. All right. Do everything that you do to the fullest extent possible. Okay. Don't go through life and, and regret things and past <laughs> things. Okay. If, you, if you're going to do something, do it to the fullest intent, do it to the fullest capability. You know, if you're going to laugh, just go out there and laugh your friggin' head off. It's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, like, we just said, I'm, I'm literally sitting here choking and turning red. That's probably making Alamo <laughs> laugh harder because he knows how I get and stuff. But, you know, just be, go out there and have that have that tenacity, have that vigor. And just, you know, especially nowadays, you know, be tenacious yeah. in your in your holiday times with your family and friends. OK, uh, R, refuse to surrender. OK, there are going to be times that you get, you know, a little bit sideways, a little bit 
off topic, off subject. There's going to be times where, you know, things kind of knock your dick down in the dirt and, and that's okay. You know, no, nothing's perfect. It's not always going to be smooth sailing. You know, there's going to be times where on the path of life where, Hey, you run out of gas or you get a flat tire or your sailboat gets a giant freaking hole in it that you got to fix somehow. And, you know, yeah. pull out your ranger handbook and be like, well, let's try to make this work. Okay. That's okay. Things happen. Don't, don't give up. Don't refuse to surrender. Okay. Do not take no for an answer. Keep fighting to that objective. Keep fighting to finish the mission. Okay. Uh, oh, obliterate your obstacles. Okay. As that kind of goes hand in hand with that last one, you know, there's going to be times where things get in your way. Things are going to happen that are going to impede you from getting to the goal you're trying to reach to your, um, it might be a brick wall. Go over it, go around it, go under it. Sometimes you get some Bangalore's, you get some C4, you blow that fucker down, blow a hole in it. Big enough to drive a tank through, keep marching on, keep, you know, DD Mal freaking keep on going. That's distance direction to move out for those that don't know what that mm-hmm. is. So <clears throat> don't be, don't be afraid to get creative and getting around those obstacles. Okay. Sometimes it's, it's a definitely, it's a think outside the box kind of situation. Lastly, yes, seek help, seek out a friend in time of need. Um, especially, you know, the holidays, are a great time of year. They can also not always be great for everybody. There's a lot of people yeah. out there. They get the holiday blues, they kind of get the holiday depression and whatnot for various reasons. It's not my place to say, you know, why this is good. This is a bad reason. They just do. They just get them. Okay. Um, it's yeah. important, you know, to sit there and to reach out to people. I know if I ever need it, I can call this guy right here and he's going to be on the phone with me within an hour or two tops. If it's not immediately, it'll be within an hour or two tops. Just say, hey, man, what's going on? And we'll sit there and we talk stuff out. And, um, you know, if, if we got to hash something out, whether it's about the show, whether it's about, um, you know, other things in life, life lessons, life experiences, you know, life advice, whatever the case may be. Um, we don't want you to go down the road and become a statistic. And that's the reason why I wear that bracelet every single day. So there's 22 veterans a day on average that commit suicide. And the reason for this show is that our friend John became one of those 22. And, you know, there's nothing we can do to go back and save John. Um, I, I wish to God we could, because John was a great dude and was funny as hell. And, you know, hearing the stories like we just told with other service members, you know, where we're just sitting there laughing our heads off. It, it's kind of, it's a little sad <laughs> that we can, we think back to these funny stories we have of John and just go, by the yeah, way, Cynthia's on, and she's the one. That, she's my sister. She's the sister that actually met John at the wedding. <laughs> oh, with this exactly. If you yeah. haven't, if you haven't heard that choking story, go back in our in our archives or the go back on our YouTube page. And there's a story we were talking about. I forget which one it was. It was the when uh, Tisha was on. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, he's talking about you know to choking and John, you just. You'd have to know John, but it, yeah. it's a funny, it's a funny story. And I didn't know it and I heard it and I laughed my head off. So, um, <laughs> but like I said, the reason for this show is that John became one of those 22 and we yeah. want to stop that. That is our, our goal, our mission, whether you come on here and you have information, you learn, get some information about having a resource that you can rely on. If you you know listen and just hear us laughing and laugh at something you remember from your time in the service, if it keeps you from having those those bad thoughts or you know succumbing to those demons, then we've done something. If we can stop one person from making a permanent solution to a temporary problem, 
if we can stop one person from going down that road, then we've accomplished something. And that's very important to us. And that's something that we're yeah. just not going to, we're not going to be, we're not going to be light footed and whole lighthearted about it. Like this is our mission. Like we're not going to fuck around when we come to this. Like this is the biggest pandemic and epidemic that is out there is a the number of veteran suicides and first responder suicides. Like it's gone up tremendously and it shit's got to stop. Okay. Time to call today. Time to make a stop. Okay. If you can't seek out a friend, if you don't have somebody you can call, okay, there are resources out there. One of the resources that we talk, uh, talk about every single show is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. You can call them 24-7. Okay, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. There have somebody on available that you can talk to and hopefully stop, keep you from, you know, having a temporary problem become a permanent have a temporary solution damn it i'm fucking it up again you don't want to solve you don't want to solve a temporary problem with a permanent solution okay um, bingo i do that every single show i don't know why it's just crazy but again you know with this episode we wanted to keep it a little bit more lighthearted. we want to keep it fun and just tell kind of some funny stories and i think yeah. we did a good job of that please if you're watching at home feel free to comment you know whether it's on our youtube page you make a comment on the show page when it comes up tell us your you know funny story um you know please tell us how we're doing you know if you guys like the show great if you see something we could change you know, by all means do that. There are many different ways you can view the material. If you like our show and, you know, maybe you don't like it, but you said, you know, somebody, Hey, you should check these guys, check these guys out. You know, they have a good message and hopefully um, they have a good yeah. message. <laughs> it might be, it might be something you can watch. Just kind of, you know, cheer you up a little bit. Cause you know, the one guy is, you know, you know, can cook empanadas and stuff. The other guy's just got a big, ugly head and, He's kind of stupid, <laughs> hey whatever man which if, brings if can... us to where you can see us and catch us and communicate with us excellent excellent go ahead <laughs> if you want to get in contact with us you can go ahead and you can go ahead and show or contact us on the facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash battlebros.podcast you can also catch us on the insta at at Battle Bros underscore podcast. You can also catch us on all the on <clears throat> excuse me on all the audio platforms. Um, excuse me, including um, uh, why am I having a brain fart? Spotify, uh, Apple, Spotify, Podcasts, Apple Podcast, iTunes, Anchor app, um, all that good stuff. Also, um, <clears throat> you can also catch us on now Rumble. Which uh, every episode that is done on uh, every episode that we uh, do live uh, here on YouTube automatically gets uploaded onto the Rumble, and uh, at some point I will finally provide a link to that. Um, the only reason I haven't put it up there is because I haven't figured out how to get the stupid link. Um, but we will be getting that to you guys shortly, and you can go ahead and catch us over there also on the Rumble and like, share. And smash that like button, smash that rumble button if you ever see us over there on Rumble as well. And get that YouTube algorithm to go ahead and recognize us and get that YouTube algorithm to go ahead and start getting our message out there. That's the only way that they're going to start letting us be seen more. Um, and also give our, show, give our show a follow and a like on 
any and all audio platforms that you listen. And you can, if you want to support us, you can do that right there on the Anchor app. All you have to do is go into the Anchor app right there, click on the support button, and donate that proverbial dollar into the tip jar or however much you feel like doing it. Because one dollar make us holla. <laughs> so the last thing we're going to do before we close out the show, we haven't done this in a while because usually it's kind of week to week, but we're actually going to kind of tease a little bit of what we got going on next episode. So next episode is going to be our episode 22. It will be our last episode for this season. Don't worry. Yes. We're not going anywhere. We're going to come back stronger than ever. Okay. Yes. But um, with with episode 22 being um, our last se- last one of this first season, it's kind of a significant number, like I said, 22 a day. So we're going to yep. have somebody on. Uh, we're going to talk about suicide, and we're going to talk about suicide prevention, suicide therapy. Um, we have a guest lined up who we actually met earlier this week. Um, she is fantastic conversationalist. We had a, a, just a, a wonderful time talking to her um, on sure our Zoom call the other night. It was fantastic. I learned a lot. I think it is going to be a wonderful show. It might be a longer show, so you know, foot stomp. It might be a longer one. It could, it could yeah. easily go as long as two hours. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. We sat there and just chatted the night away and it was fantastic so she yes, is a she's a wealth of information um she has a lot of things that she's accomplished in a very short time and we are looking forward to having her on um but yeah so next week we're going to end up um talking about uh now i need to job my old brain to remember jonathan wedding he was the one going <laughs> that's what happened yeah. cynthia from the, the story cho- that the choking me, man choking man the choking man so well like like we're saying um sorry for the folks that are just listening on audio we're talking to a comment that's here on the on the chat board yeah doing the show live (laughs) but anyway so we're gonna have we're gonna have our last show for the first season we're gonna have a a young lady on who i think is going to be a wonderful guest to talk to we're yes really really looking forward to it it's going to be a really good show um we are going to then take a break i'm going to sign off for a probably a few weeks at least until after the new year, kind of get through Christmas, get through new years. And then we're going to hit the ground running, come back stronger than ever. So don't worry. We'll, we, yeah. we will be back, but we just want to get some time to kind of get through the holidays and kind of just take a, a little bit of a, of a mental break. Cause it does take a lot of effort and energy to put a show on every single week for the past, you know, five and a half months. I still can't believe that we are. <laughs> virtual hug. <laughs> oh, virtual. Um, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> sorry that got weird anyway so please check us weird. out we got, we got one more we got one more show for the season and then we'll be back after the first year i'm rambling so i'm gonna shut up now but again thank you very much for continuing to follow and uh continuing to watch the show we are humbly appreciative of every single one of you we thank you we absolutely love you and we hope to see you back again um next week and then Mm -hmm. when we hit season two sometime after the first of the year so until then this has been mac and alamo of the battle bros podcast we want to say thank you so much we want to say happy belated thanksgiving happy holidays and we will see you next week To wrap up season one, until then, this has been the Battle Bros Podcast, and we are out of here. Battle Bros, out. Take it easy.